0: I'm Kim Grenolds of Dogman.com at Husky Stadium. Post-practice on Wednesday, myself, Scott Eklund, Jack McCauley, our intern, had a chance to talk to several players and coaches. First up, Jackson Kirkland, the big offensive lineman, talking about BYU's defensive line. Offensive line coach Scott Huff developing the offensive line. Junior Adams, the wide receiver coach, talking about... Just the young wide receivers, a little bit. The center, Nick Harris, the captain along the offensive line, uh, had a chance to talk to Nick as well as uh, running back Sean McGrew. Also, offensive coordinator Bush Hamden talked a lot about the receivers. Um, a little bit about Jacob Eason and the way he does his quarterback sneak. Um, Jacob Eason, long conversation with Jacob. We covered a lot of topics. And Keith Bonifa also talking about the Wildcat and uh, how they run it. and. Then he breaks down the personality of each one of his running backs in the running back room, which is some pretty good stuff. So give a listen for all of us at the guys at dogman.com.
1: You
2: got Jackson Kirkland here. Jackson, is it is it hard to believe we're already a quarter of the way into the season?
3: I know. It's crazy, honestly. I was just telling Nick and some guys today that I'm like, wow, it's already week four. I mean, these weeks preparing for game stuff, it goes by so fast, you know. So, yeah. Rewind,
2: look back at last year, at this point last year, you're in your, you've started three games, your first three games of college career. How far have you grown as a player in that time?
3: You know, I think it's been pretty big. I mean, I've pretty much seen it all. I mean, I've gone against, I don't know, maybe probably over like 14 opponents now. I was like going into my maybe 18th game or so. But yeah, I mean, I've learned a lot over these past years. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just tell me about where you, how
2: you feel about where the offense is at this point. Are you guys feeling like you guys can can move the ball and do what you need to do?
3: Yeah, you know, I feel really good. I mean, especially the O-line. Like, I mean, all of us have, like, such a good experience. That especially, I mean, after coming to our fourth game now, I mean, I feel like we're all kind of same sync. I mean, getting the calls together, there's really no mystery in anything. I think... I mean, we're all watching film together and stuff, so it's really nice to see. Especially, I mean, offense too. Everyone's coming in. I mean, new quarterback and everything. He's settling in nicely. And Richard Newton, running backs like that. I mean, I think everyone's coming together, so it's great to see.
2: Um, you know, you were blocking for Miles Gaskin last year, kind of more who used more of a jitterbug style yeah. than maybe a guy who just rammed right. it right up in the hole. And now you've got Richard Newton. You've got, and like you mentioned, Sean McGrew and Savon, who all like to just slam it up in the yeah. hole. Is that different to block form, More fun? Easier? What? Tell me about
3: that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say is so uh, so different. I mean, I'm still doing the same technique and same scheme as I've always already been. I mean, maybe it's, like, a little different having guys, like, when I'm pulling and stuff, having guys pretty much just hit it hard rather than, like, dance around or get around it. So, I mean, it's a little different, but, I mean, I don't really see much. I mean, we're doing all the same stuff, so, yeah. I know uh, Jacob Eason isn't a
2: statue back there, but Jake Browning was a little bit more elusive and kind of moved around in the pocket a little bit more. Is it easier to block for a guy that you know where he's going to be all the time?
3: I mean, in some ways, but, I mean, we kind of already know, like, where he's at in the pocket kind of, and it's more just kind of an R our technique, our job, kind of keeping the guys in front of us. I mean, we never know which way the quarterback's kind of if he's going to scramble or not. So, I mean, yeah. Tell me what,
2: what you've seen from this uh, BYU squad. I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen a lot of tape of them so far. They're real big up front.
3: Mm, yeah, I mean, they do have big guys. They're big on just really penetration, firing off the ball. But, yeah, they're kind of just, they stick to their gas. really not much movement, and they're kind of just big on firing off the ball. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that uh, nose tackle they have is 325 pounds. I mean, what, what are you? I'm 320 pounds. Yeah, so about the same size. Yeah, similar, you.
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: so, you know, um, you know, what has been the hardest thing for you from your transition from high school to now?
3: You know, I'd say probably, I mean, a couple of things. Speed of the game for sure and definitely just kind of how more physical the game is because, I mean, high school, I mean, just how big I was. I could just dominate people with no technique or size or anything. I mean, now totally different case. I really got to bend my knees and get low. Me being six seven, probably the biggest thing is playing with technique, playing low. So that's the only way you're going to move guys is moving your feet and bending knees. So,
2: yeah. Coach Scott Huff here. And coach, just wondering, uh, you know, talk to me a little bit about just the progress
4: of the offensive line from week one to now week three. Yeah, uh, I've, been, I've been happy with them. I really have. Um, you know, there's things that we still need to improve on. We're going to have, that's going to be the same thing. If we're going into a bowl game or whatever, we're going to have stuff that we need to get better at. But I like them. I think they, they're playing. They're playing pretty good together. Um, their communication's been pretty clean. Uh, they've been showing up for the most part, playing physical and. Um, and really haven't made many, you know, mental mistakes. So I, I like where we're at, and I know we can get better. And you were just kind of talking about with another
2: another reporter that <laughs> you guys run a lot of different different running plays. You don't yeah. just stick with it. Is that a situation where maybe they, they talk about how some people are so – they can do so many different things that they don't do one thing yeah, great. Is, is, yeah, Master so, Yeah, so is, is that a situation?
4: Uh, is that easy? I, I would hope I would hope not. I mean, if, if we're if we're not good at anything, yeah. we're probably not going to be here very long. I didn't long, mean to ask it. No, no, like no. No, that, no I yeah. know, I know. Um, no, we still have. We make it. We present things a lot different, but we run the same core kind of concepts, if you will. But we do. We run inside zone. We run outside zone. We run you know gap scheme heavy. Um, and we run a, a d- decent amount of pin-pull stuff with the auxiliary stuff sprinkled in there. But our guys are, for them, I mean, we've been lucky. We've, we've had guys that are athletic enough and smart enough mm-hmm. to do all that. And until we're not able to, to recruit and develop those type of kids, we're going to keep doing it. Um, one of the things I think a lot
2: of people are wondering is, how have you felt about the assignment? Have you guys been assignment sound the past couple of weeks yeah. and, and where yeah. you want to be? Yeah, we've been pretty good. Yep yeah off the top of my head yeah we've been we've been pretty clean okay. T- talk to me about how some of the younger guys are coming <laughs> along I-, I know pretty much the same five guys were in there for the yeah. whole game against Hawaii but talk about some of this, how some of those younger guys are coming
4: along. yeah I would th- I would just say that we're really excited about our future guys um uh Mateo played a lot in game one I mean he's significantly better to me um now whatever it three weeks later than he was whatever however many weeks ago that was um same with Vic Kern, same with uh, um, MJ LA. Um I mean, the guys that you won't get, probably get to see here, like Nate Kalepo and Julius Bulo and Troy Faltano, I mean, like these guys are like, we're making really good progress, and I'm really, really happy. That's still fun. I mean, we got, we got the guys that are playing in the games, but, man. It's really fun to go out to practice and watch these younger guys, whether they could play or not play in the games, develop, and and that's really that's where my joy comes, is watching those guys get better.
2: You're going to lose three start three four year three five year yeah. starters, yeah. You know, not five years, but you know what I mean, starters yeah. off the line after this year. Luke Watt and Henry Roberts, yeah, and and uh, Luke Wattenberg does return, but are there some of the young guys you can see with the leadership qualities that you're looking
4: for? Yeah, I absolutely, I think so. I mean, you don't you're not and not because of the guys that are leaving, but because of we're in the season and guys might get hurt, and who the hell's going to roll you know mm-hmm. if this guy goes down where we what are we doing so not so much because of the long term big picture you know the long term picture, but really because of like hey, this is where we 're at right now we're in the thick of it, you know
2: junior Adams uh,
5: when I saw him when I saw obviously I saw his film first, but that was the first thing I saw um, and the, and the thing that jumped out to me um, was him going up and making plays you know i mean the ball in the air i mean he went up and played um you know as we call it he went up and was he was snatching the football um and then when he had the ball in his hands he did a really good job of running after the catch um you know when we went into the home visit i mean him and his mom his brother they were they're were welcoming uh, we had a great home visit and I think you know the thing that stuck out to me the most was when he came on his official visit and we got in that receiver room I mean I think we got through probably five minutes of film and next you know we're both standing up and we're talking about releases you know so it's kind of I think we probably both walked out a little sweaty
3: <laughs> how,
6: how would you describe the, the difficulty level for a receiver to, to pick up
5: this offense enough to to be able to feel comfortable playing I mean it's not easy I mean it's not I mean it, it's not easy and I think that's what a lot of systems. It's not easy, you know. One thing uh, I will say this: our freshmen came in and did is when they when they when they came here, and they hit you know they hit the ground running and they, um, you know, they 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 dove right into that playbook. Um, so now when camp did come. They knew exactly the formations for the most part. You know what I'm saying, and then the concepts came. So it was a pro- it's a progression. And it's just like anything. You know, um, you got it. You know, reps and reps over time they build confidence.
6: What What can you do to to try to accelerate that process and make it as, as simple as you can? You
5: um, know, spending more time with them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it may be 10 minutes. You know, maybe 10 minutes. Just you know, outside. You know, outside of the meeting room. Um, maybe in my office, they may come up, and we'll, you know, I'll have them draw the formations up on the board or draw the concepts up on the board. Um, just spend an extra time with them, just one-on-one attention.
3: With, uh, with Puka, I mean,
7: people talk about his love of the game, I guess. I'm sure everyone loves the game. But in terms of, like, a hunger for it and everything, what do you see from him just in terms of wanting to be out there, wanting to get better, wanting to improve, all
5: that kind of stuff? Um, but That's one thing that I noticed, too, in recruiting him. I mean, he, I mean, he he loves to play the game of football. Um, he's, got a, he's got a drive. He's got a work ethic. Um, and he, the thing about it is he, he enjoys it. You know what I mean? He goes out to practice every day. He's smiling. He's ultra-competitive. Um, you know those type of guys you want. You like to be around. Where's Where's Marcus Spiker at
6: right now in, in his progression?
5: Um, he's doing good. He's doing really good. I mean, I mean, he's in the rotation, and um, you know he makes plays at practice every day, and you know just like you know, I hope to get him more reps as time progresses. So,
2: how much pressure did the
5: older guys maybe put
2: on themselves to to really pick it up last last week after having, having some struggles on?
5: against cal um i wouldn't say they they put pressure on themselves you know usually um you know when when you know we got a you know 24-hour rule you know when you know when that game's over you got 24 hours to um you know to watch the film get things corrected um win or win or lose and move on and um, those guys did a great job um i've come into work you know on on monday and tuesday and and i'm starting over nick harris Keep telling the guys
8: in front, like we need to take the same initiative that we do when running the ball and passing the ball. Because you know, if we if we're doing that, if we're you know executing both of those well, the offense should you know we should be rolling. So I just you know I, keep, I always I always just let them know like we need to take the same pride in passing the ball as we do yeah. when running
5: the
6: ball. Yeah, I've also seen a whole lot of quarterback sneaks on third and short yeah. this year.
8: From a center's perspective, what
6: goes on in the chaos of a third and inches?
8: Uh, I mean, it's just like when you when you hear it, you just know it's about to be you know just madness in there. Everybody' bodies flying and hitting the ground and getting tangled and twisted. So, um, you know, it's it's fun because I like I like running running quarterbacks. Things are nice because there's really no no assignment to it. You just got to go forward. So there's no nothing I really need to look forward to or look at. I just need to go forward. So, yeah. Nick Harris, thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
9: On the front line, how's everybody feeling? Healthy? Everybody
10: doing good? Stuff
8: complete? Yeah, every, yeah, everybody's doing good. You know, I mean, we, we make sure we're recovering and stuff. And um, I mean, we, we, you know, we pride ourselves on being tough guys out there. So there's nothing really that'll hold us back if it's not uh, anything major. So I think we're all doing good. I mean, I think their whole, I think their defense in general is just, they, they play sound. You know, they, they don't have missed assignments. They, uh, they play the run. Well, Um, so I think, I think just all around their defense is good. I mean, it's not just their design. Their linebackers fly around and make plays. And so I think, I think it's both their front seven in general are just, they're just a good defense.
11: You see anything different from them this year than you
8: guys from last year? Uh, I mean I mean they're still playing fast, they they, they, they still fly around, they're still stout in the middle, so um, I mean not really. You know, I mean I think I think they're just you know just sound BYU defense. So I mean we're we're ready and we're, we're ready to get going on that. Yeah,
4: absolutely.
6: Three weeks season now. How would you evaluate it? We did the offense so
8: far. I mean I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. You know especially up front. You know um, I think I think this is as well as we've been play, played played and um, you know since last year. And um, I think I think the, this offense goes as we go up front. So if we're if we're doing what we need to do then. The offense will keep, um, you know, moving forward in that, you know, in that aspect. So um, we just got to keep it on the gas pedal and up front, and then all, everybody will feed off of us. So I think we're heading in the right direction for sure.
12: You've seen a lot of uh, tough road tests um, at Oregon. How does uh, Provo compare to this?
8: I'm not sure. I've never played there, so I, I could not answer that for you. But, I mean, from what I've heard, that it's, it's a pretty – it's up there with those environments. So it should be uh, – would be pretty interesting. I've never played there.
9: Hey, through like three games here, you, the O-line has given up only five cents. What, what's, what's been the for that. I mean, just, uh, you guys have been so good up there. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. <laughs>
8: the, uh, it's not always yeah. the O line yeah. that's yeah. giving yeah. us sacks. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's everybody. Um, you know, sometimes, most of the time it's coverage, you know, the, the coverages are so good that, you know, it, it, it's ultimately going to happen. So, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, I mean, we're just taking, you know, we take pride in pass protection, we take pride in covering guys up and make sure that, uh, you know, Skinny has time, I mean, not bad, Jacob Easton has time uh, to throw the ball. So, um, yeah, we gotta take the same pride that we take in running the ball and passing the ball. So I think I think we're in, you know, headed the right direction in that.
9: So like, is like that five a, a big number or a or a small, because to me, I look at it and say, well, that's great, like, but do you look at it differently and say- I mean, it's always
8: good to have no sacks. But, I mean, five, you know, I don't know. We're not into the whole numbers thing up uh, front. We just try to do our job. I didn't even know that number was a thing. Uh, but, um, I mean, it's, you know. We just want no sacks, but I mean, you know, it happens. It's football, so stuff happens. So, um, but I mean, I guess it's, it's a good number. I don't, I don't, really know. I don't really know. That's weird.
9: Um, <laughs> I, do, you, do you think this offense has found an identity yet, or is it a little bit too early?
8: I just think we're. I think we're headed in the right direction. I think. I think we. We are. We are starting to form an identity, and I think. I think we just got to keep. We just got to keep moving forward, um, week by week. I think we're taking steps. Every week, and you know, being that explosive offense that we can be with all the you know all the talent we got, so um, I think we're just making you know steps in the right direction, and um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm very excited to see uh, how we play um, in this environment coming up. So this should be a good test for us, and you know, we'll see we'll see what uh, this offense and this team is made of after we you know play this play this game.
12: Yeah. BYU's got a real tough, gritty defense. They've had two overtime wins um, in the last two games. What do you see the biggest challenge for you guys being there? We just
8: got to we got to play complete. We got to play four quarters of offense. We can't we can't. Um, you know, play good in the first half, and then come out and have two, three and outs, and punt. Like we got, we got to play complete offense the whole game, um, and we gotta, we gotta be physical, and we gotta make sure that we're we're communicating in that environment because it's gonna be loud. So we gotta make sure that we're on top of that, and um, we just gotta make sure everybody's on the same page and you know executing. So we gotta go in there with energy, and we gotta we gotta execute.
12: And how big of a difference does it have, like having a veteran offensive line playing in tough environments like Otson, um, and then going down to Provo? What kind of difference does that make? I
8: mean, it, it's big because a lot of everybody up front has bit played in those environments. We've, we've played in a lot of environments where you know you can't technically hear anything, but we, you know, we know we know each other's you know mannerisms and we know how to you know function in those environments. So I think it, it's it's definitely a huge being having all these all that's uh, you know all the veteran alignment up there.
12: First true road test of the season. How does it feel to go on the road to BYU? Um,
1: it's definitely exciting. We know it's going to be a hostile environment, and uh, I think we're up to the challenge. I think we're excited for it to go in somewhere where we're not the, the team everyone's cheering for. So we're excited.
12: They got a tough, grade of defense. Um, they've been involved in two overtime wins the last two games. Uh, what do you see the biggest challenge for you guys being there? Uh,
1: we know they got a lot of momentum right now after coming off two big wins. Uh, we know they play with a lot of energy, and we just got to go in there and play our game. And uh, just be the best team
12: and uh you know Provo it's known to be a really loud you know, yeah filled stadium um does how does it feel like be having experience like in Austin, and uh, mm-hmm. other loud stadiums like that does it does it help get the butterflies out
1: uh yeah definitely when uh you're out there and uh you can't really hear anything at all you can't even hear yourself think it's uh definitely helps to have played in stadiums that are really loud because you know uh you can do it and you know what you're doing on every given play even when you can't hear anything so it's a uh, definitely a it's a good challenge but it's exciting and fun
12: does it help to have a uh, veteran offensive line you know in this type of situations mm-hmm. where you know you guys have played together for a while um, you guys know each other and then going into a hostile environment like this
1: uh yeah definitely uh got some some old guys up there that have been been there for a while and uh, i know what they're gonna be doing on every single play i can trust them i can trust the calls that they're making and uh, it makes my job a lot easier just, just being able to run the ball behind them and having so much trust with these these guys up front, it's awesome.
12: And then you got, um, you know, Richard Newton. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is her, his first big road game. How, how, how have you been, like, talking to him at all, um, you know, leading him to, into the game?
1: Uh, a little bit. We've been watching the, a little bit more film and just getting ready because uh, we definitely got to be more dialed since we're on the road and gotta got to communicate kind of through hand signals in this game and not really, like, verbally. You can't really hear each other at all, so you got to just know your job more than uh, you did if we were playing at home because you can communicate here on the field since our crowd is quiet.
0: Offensive coordinator Bush Hamden, what's for lunch today?
10: That I have no idea. It's normally good. They take care of us here pretty good.
0: (laughs) What's practice been like so far this week?
10: It's been good. I think energy's been good. I think there's there's certainly some excitement, I think, to get on the road. You know, we've been fortunate to uh, have three games here at home, but I think the guys are excited, ready to go.
0: For some reason, there just seems to be a lot of criticism and, you know, second guessing on the wide receivers out there. Um, is that justified coming from the fans and people in the media?
10: Uh, we're, we're not worried. You know, I have no idea what's kind of uh, the criticism or not. We got, you know, we certainly uh, got some guys that have had to, you know, make plays in those situations, and I think they're going to be just fine.
0: Some of your young guys, are they stepping up in practice where they may be able to see the field a little bit more?
10: Yeah, I think so. You know, again, we've known for a while that that's a a pretty deep group of guys that that can all see action, and I think for them they just got to stay focused, not make the moment too big for them, and just uh, one play at a time.
9: What is it about Richard Newton that you guys like in the red zone?
10: Yeah, probably the same things you guys do. I mean, I think he's tough. He's physical. He he runs downhill. Uh, uh, There's always a... You know, you look for those backs, how they finish, and I think that guy finishes trying to make a statement every play, and that's what we like about him. I
13: wish when you face a deafening crowd like this, you can pipe it in and practice, but how different is it, how hard it is to communicate?
10: Yeah, it's really hard. Uh, There's there's no question about that. That's a huge uh, point of emphasis. I think, uh, you know, from my standpoint, especially early, trying to keep things as simple as possible, plays these guys can execute, go have success in, in a tough environment.
13: What's the key for your offensive lineman pointing out blocking schemes in that communication? Uh, is it still the tap of the guard on the center, in, especially in the shotgun? Yeah, you certainly
10: do do some different things. I think it's just having a plan. Again, the quarterback's got to make sure he's loud enough uh, in all those situations to just keep the communication. But uh, but whatever your regular communication is at, it's got to be at a whole other level. So
13: BYU tweaked their offense a little bit from their time up here last year. How do they look similar or the same uh, or different than they were up here last year in Seattle? Are you saying their defense? On their defense oh, yeah. defense. Sorry.
10: You know, I think at times they they, uh, they certainly look similar to, to their identity of what they're trying to do. But again, I think the biggest thing about this defense is uh, they like playing a lot of guys, so they got a lot of trust in a lot of players can keep them fresh, and uh, we, we got to make sure that that we're playing as fast as they are.
13: Do they bring heat?
10: probably will <laughs> so it's you, you know you, you do your scouting reports and, and you have an idea of what a team might do but again this is about our offense our plays and uh, knowing our plays and better than anybody else because who knows what you're going to see on game day
13: in an odd twist you get the two opponents back to back on the same tape as they just played USC how right. valuable is that to you
10: uh, you know, I think, I guess I never really thought of it, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think it's valuable, really for us, it's always valuable to see uh, teams that are similar to us offensively play their defense, and so I think there's been some good opponents early on uh, that we've been able to see with, with Tennessee, with SC, um, and just go from there.
9: Do you think that, like, three games that that your offense has found in identity
10: I think we'll find out, you, you know, I mean, I think this is a, a, a critical confidence stretch, again, you know, you might, uh, you might be feeling good about things here or there, but I think this is going to be a good stretch for us, a good test for us.
9: Um, is it um, the type of offense that you're thinking maybe it'll lean more on the run, or lean more on, I mean, obviously there was so much about Jacob, you know, Jacob coming in, and you know, but you found something that the running backs as well.
10: Yeah, I think every week is so different. You know, it really is. And I think the the good thing about maybe what we do is we have the flexibility to to, to win games with a run and win the games with uh, throwing the ball. So I think each week uh, the ebb and flow of it kind of dictates what we do.
9: Your um, line, I believe, has only given them like five sacks in, in, in like three games here. Just how, I mean, how do you sort of feel about that? Yeah, I feel great. I uh, mean,
10: uh, this is this is uh, as good a, a pass pass protection offensive line have been around I think Scott Huff has done an unbelievable job of that for the last two three years um, and I do think you know protection's an 11-man job you know quarterbacks got to get it out on time receivers got to get open on time um, you know certainly certainly it starts with the guys up front.
6: Coach Pete has mentioned that you know, a guy like Puka as he learns the offense more gets more into the playbook he'll see the field more how would you assess the difficulty I guess for the, for the receiver position in particular in learning the offense and how hard is it for them to, to pick up early on? How long does it take for a guy to, to feel comfortable
10: in yeah, it? Yeah, I think it certainly probably takes them, you know, six to eight months. I think the challenge always at the receiver position is is rarely are you ever just one spot. You know, you, can, you might be the inside guy, you might be an outside guy, you might be playing to the left side, the right side. And so I think the more we can do conceptually with those guys... Understanding what the concept looks like gives him a chance but obviously you're going to feel better in your second year than your first.
6: Would you, would there ever be a point where you know you look at a guy and you're like this guy's such a big time playmaker maybe we pair something down and make it real easy for him just so we can get him on the field a, a few
7: times in a game?
6: Yeah
10: certainly you, you definitely want to do that you know the hard part is in the course of a game you never uh, can be for sure what exactly the group is, what exactly the call is. And so there's certainly a little bit of that. Wanted to get a guy in the game, get him some confidence. We felt we did that last week with Puka. And, but, you know, overall, these guys are going to have to learn it all.
0: From when you were back at Boise, did you travel down to BYU? Did you have games down there? i
10: got to tell you, I we, we never played at BYU. Certainly played them, I think, once or twice at, at our place. So, Have you been there? I have not. This is, uh, well... Been across the street to recruit Ty, so, but uh, been to Provo certainly a couple times, uh, but this will be the first time in the stadium.
0: That's kind of weird that you never went.
10: It is, it is, especially, you know, at the Boise State and, and BYU rivalry, and, uh, you know, I think we just missed them for a couple of years. Um, but yeah, it is certainly one of the few places I guess I have not played in yet, so.
0: If you could snap your fingers and have a 50% improvement on any one thing in the offense, what would it be?
10: Oh, just the red zone is the red zone. When we're down there, we, we really need to finish and continue to finish. And I think when we have success, we do that.
0: What have you seen has been the issue on that?
10: Uh, you know, the issue, I, don't, I think we've, we've done it, you know, we've been better, you know, certainly. Uh, but again, we, uh, we are calling it more aggressive down there. It always comes down to the self-inflicting penalties that we have had there, whether it's false starts, uh, whether it's holding calls, whether it's Missed opportunities, you know. It's never one thing, um, but I think we're making progress.
0: Here's just one more. One thing that Jake Browning was really good at. He was pretty good at quarterback sneak. How good is Jacob Eason at the quarterback sneak?
10: Good, getting better, getting better. So You're I laughing think a little bit. I think there's an art to it, and uh, you know, I think he'd laugh, he'd laugh about it a little bit, but you know, again, uh, it's a very valuable play for us, especially with our offensive line. Sometimes being a little more patient is better and, and we're making progress
0: how good was Bush Hamden at the quarterback sneak back in the day
10: uh, Bush Hamden did not play very much so <laughs> I, I don't know how many opportunities he had at it so Jacob
0: somebody peed on
7: that.
11: yeah it looks
0: like
5: so
7: <laughs> as you kind of evaluate yourself and I assume there's no bigger
11: critic of you than you yeah how do you think you have played through three games so far uh, I think I've done done solid but like there's always room to improve and we you know we, we put put our we display it on tape and we go in on Sundays and watch what we can do and Mm -hmm. watch what we did and watch what we can improve on and I think there's always room for improvement and Bush is all about that so um you know there's always room to improve for the next week
7: is is the timing and the chemistry with the pass catchers kind of where you want it to be or is there still maybe more there yeah I
11: mean there's there's always more there like I said there's always room for improvement the guys have done a great job of making great plays and Mm -hmm. um you know my job is to get the ball in their hands and I think, you know, as time goes on, we're going to get better and better every every day and every practice, every rep. So, I mean, I'm comfortable where we're at, but like I said, there's always room to improve and there's always time to get better. Jacob, we've talked about some of the drops
7: on the air and there are some folks that have suggested that, well, maybe Jacob Eason's throwing the ball too hard. Maybe you should kind of let off the gas a little bit on the fastball. I mean, does that even make sense to you when people say things like that?
11: I mean, yeah, you, you <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes I get that, and you know, there's, there's a time and a place to throw a heater in there, and you know, and, and stuff like that. I could have a lot, some more touch on some of the other balls, but uh, there's a lot of factors that go into it, and, and you know, especially on a game day, you're not really thinking about it too much. You're just kind of reacting and playing. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I get that, and you know it's a lot. That's you know that's something I got to work on. There's something they got to work on. So <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that go into that. Yeah. First road test of the season. Now you played in hostile environments mm-hmm. in the SEC. What's the key
13: to keeping your poise and the communication factor for the offense?
11: I think just just treating it treating it like you're going out to practice. Like do your job. Um, everybody has an individual job, and everybody's got to do their best to, to, to do their job. And I think when everybody does their job the right way, then then good things happen. Um, there's going to be a lot of distractions and a lot of uh, different things going on in the environment we're going into, but if you treat it like it's practice, treat it, you know, like we're at home, and then uh, good things will happen.
13: Did you run any scout team stuff
11: as BYU quarterback last year,
13: or kind of face the BYU defense?
11: Uh, I did. I, I was running the, their offense last year, so I wasn't going against their defense, but I was I was simulating their offense. So what do you see from the Cougars? I mean, they're 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 a good good ball ball pl- uh, club. They got a lot of returner guys on on defense and. Uh, and they got a solid quarterback that can run the ball a little bit and do some do some cool things. So I think it's a good matchup and it should be a fun game Saturday. Most of these guys would love to play at
7: home, obviously, mm. but they also thrive on going on the road yeah. and knowing that
11: fifty thousand people are rooting against you. What about you? Do you kinda maybe does that fire you up going on the road for the yeah, first no, time? That's always it's always a Cool to go play in a different environment mm-hmm. and you know see things. I've been to Utah once in my life and I was in the airport, so I think uh, I think recruiting be, trip. No, it was I don't know. I think it was a layover. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm excited. It's going to be a great opportunity. It's going to be a lot of energy in that stadium, and uh, yeah. it should be a fun game Saturday. Where was the toughest road environment you played at when you were at Georgia? Uh, the top of your head. Top of my head, it had to be. Uh, I, maybe auburn my sophomore year mm-hmm. or, or uh you know I, the I, I can't even think of that right yep. now i'm sorry nowhere really then i guess when i mean no no there was that. a lot there was a lot of a lot of crowd and energy in the sec and uh, I mean, every everywhere was a cool, pretty cool environment. So, how much time do you spend this week working on things like communication fundamentals of that yeah, before you head out on the road? We got the, the the speakers out there blurring crowd noise, and we got guys, you know, over communicating. We're always talking about verbal combat, and that's gonna be huge going into this environment. Um, just overemphasizing being loud, if you know, just just screaming, screaming out the cadence, um, dialing that in. You know, the receivers got to communicate with the receivers, the play calls, and the O line's got to practice being loud with each other too so it all goes into it and i think we're, we're doing a pretty good job of getting ready for that what's your relationship like with these
7: younger wide receivers i guess specifically puka mm-hmm. and, and how much did that even take a step after saturday's
11: touchdown uh i mean Puka's a big energy guy and mm-hmm. you know he's always fun to be to be around on the field and i think getting that first catch and first touchdown under belt under his belt was huge for him and you know he's always a guy to bring energy to practice so i think now that he got in a game, he got that first touchdown, he kind of knows what he can do, and he knows the ability he has, so I think he'll, he'll grow and learn from that, mm-hmm. and uh, ultimately become, you know, a part of our core receiver group, and uh, he's been doing the right steps to do that.
13: I It Wish that like a dumb question. You have so many different running
11: backs. Is a handoff a handoff, or do you have to put it in the breadbasket a different way for each guy? I mean, no. I mean, a handoff's a handoff. We, we, we go through individual drills to get that dialed in, and ultimately you're going to the same spot with the, whatever call it is so you know guys like Sean McGrew might be a little shorter but <laughs> I, I run with him on Friday so yeah there. now he uh he uh no same spot every time yeah coach
0: Hamden said if I asked you about the way you do a quarterback sneak you'd laugh a little bit what's that about uh
11: yeah I mean we, we, we talk about it all the time it's just like you know, big tall guy going and, and pushing against the whole D line and O line. It's just a cluster in there. So we're talking about different ways to, to go about it, but there's you know, there's not a lot of things you can do on a quarterback sneak. So uh, yeah we joke about it a lot and it's a uh, it's a pretty pretty uh, used play in our offense though.
0: How comfortable are you running the ball when the play breaks down?
11: And you know, are the coaches telling you to slide or if you lower your shoulders? That's something they want. you to Yeah, stay I mean away it depends it. on you know the situation. If it's third third down, you know, try to get the first down. If it's first or second down, slide and avoid the hit and that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's a lot of it's a feel. I, I feel fine when I get outside the pocket. You know, I know I'm not the fastest guy, but if I need to get a couple yards, I know I can do that. So. Um, yeah, I mean that's it's just all just kind of feeling the game and, and going about it like that. Is your speed underrated? I, I mean I don't I don't even wanna to touch that subject. You know, I don't I don't think I'm the fastest guy, but if I need to get Couple yards, I feel comfortable doing it. What's your fastest forty time you ever clocked? Uh, it's you know? it's under it's under five. Is so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do
9: you think that three three games in that this offense has found an identity yet?
11: Uh, we're definitely pushing towards finding our identity. I think we've done some things, showing what we can do, but I don't know if we've identified ourselves yet. Um, but we definitely have done some things to to you know, get to that to where we could identify ourselves.
7: What do you want the identity of this offense to be when the season's over, when it's all said and done?
11: Um, I think just the dangerous offense. We got a lot of weapons, we got, you know, solid receiving core, solid running back core and solid O line I think you'd know, rather be looked at as a dangerous offense that, you know, that's on the attack rather than, you know, something that people can game plan for easily and, and that kind of thing. So, just a dangerous, you know, forceful, scoring, high-scoring offense.
7: And then given that, how much time have you guys spent in the last couple of weeks since the Cal game, really maybe the entire offseason and the regular season
11: working on specifically red zone offense and getting better in that yeah, regard? Yeah, that's I mean, since last year that's always been a huge uh, huge area that we got to grow on and so we spent we spent time just about every practice working on working on red zone packages and that kind of thing and trying to improve on yep. those numbers. How do things change for you as a quarterback, working from the 50 as opposed mm-hmm. to working from the 20 in? It's all more condensed. Um, you know, the defense is going to be tighter, the coverages are going to be tighter. You know, the routes are going to be shorter and mm-hmm. windows are going to be smaller. So it's and you got to be smarter with the ball. Turnovers in the red zone are killers and. And ultimately, you want to score points, but you got to know where your outlets are, too. So it's all just kind of more condensed and, yeah. and tightly wound.
7: And I assume that you would have rather played last year as opposed to sitting out. But how much did the year off kind of help in regards to the system here, the playbook, mm-hmm. and also kind of earning the respect of these guys here?
11: Yeah, right? I mean, I think it was, it was a new challenge for me, and it was something that I would rather not have done but at the same time I'm glad I had the experience to to do that and had the opportunity to do that because I learned a lot from Browning and you know and Miles Gaskin and some of the guys on the line and the guys that were here um, you know going out every game watching from the sideline was different and uh, but like I said I got to watch Browning prepare for a game and how he how he was delivered off the field um, you know I learned a lot a lot of a lot of different things and I think some of those things I can carry with me throughout this season and, and, and try to you know keep going around here because those guys definitely did leave a legacy here. And, um, so yeah, no, I definitely learned a lot and, and try to keep some of those things with me this year. Great stuff, membership. Thank you.
0: Bush Hamden talked a lot about red zone that you guys were focusing on. Uh, you know, what have been the issues in the rest zone and what's it
11: going to take to improve that? Uh, you know, just scoring the ball. I think getting touchdowns instead of, instead of field goals is a big, big, the biggest thing. And, uh, you know, it's just going to take, you know, understanding of, of what we need to get done, like different, different plays, and, you know, the windows are always going to be quicker and smaller, and, and you know, you got to be on the tack, and several different things. So, you know, we put a lot of work into it, and you know, we're not where we want to be yet, but we, we're getting close to where we need to be, so um, just several little things.
0: One more, just being a starting quarterback at Georgia, mm-hmm. being a starting quarterback at home, what's the difference off the field?
11: Uh I mean there's 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 a bunch of differences and all that but this is home for me and I'm you know, I'm I'm super blessed and happy to be here and, and uh be you know, this is my home state, so that means a lot to me and uh you know, I'm not into comparisons and all that, so I think both are great schools and, and both have their pluses. Um but you know, I'm just excited and happy to be here and part of this team. Do you
0: get recognized when you go out?
11: Uh I mean sometimes. It depends where I go and who I'm with and
14: everything, but you know, there's always opportunity for that.
5: You know, Keep
14: a, a, a room of just great relationships where we can have fun and where we can cheer for each other and enjoy. You know, even if I'm not on the field, I know the work that's been put in that week. So whoever's out there that is successful, they, they cheer for each other. So it's a lot of fun, and I'm fortunate to have a group, the group that I have.
11: Is that a culture that has to be instilled and then kind of passed down um, to have
10: the room like that?
14: Yeah, I think so. I think uh, you know, there's you know the guy that probably had the torch for the longest since I've been here would have been Miles and he never complained about coming out. He never, you know, was like, hey, you know, I need need these plays in the game plan or anything like that. Just kind of kept his head down. I think when you have a guy who was such a dominant player in our offense that was in the room with, you know, Rich, that was in the room with Sean, in the room with uh, Kamari and Savon, and, you know, they spent time together, you know, that does bleed off into the culture of the room. And it's good to see with him not being here, we still have some of the same culture. And if we can keep that going, I I can just keep recruiting a lot of running backs.
11: (laughs) Does that have an effect, I mean, on the field when you have guys who maybe don't have the ego?
14: Uh I don't know if I understand the question.
11: Like I mean if there's not kind of contention in the room
14: Oh, yeah. I think, you know, I think if guys can go out there and just play and have fun and enjoy, you know, the aspect of playing a game of football, it's always going to be better. I think anytime you got ego and contention and guys worried about their carries and things like that, you just don't play as loose. You don't practice, um, you know, to get better. And you just, you don't have as much fun in this game. And this whole thing is about being a team and, you know, our, you know taking care of our unit. Then, you know, finally, the big piece is when guys can go out there and not worry about me and not worry. About my carries, then it's just a culture that bleeds through the whole team. Tell me a little bit about the Wildcat.
0: I mean, is that something that all of your running backs are raising their hand that they really want to do it, or, or is it just another
14: play? It's just another play. Um, I think, you know, obviously, guys, everybody feels that they, they can do it, and you just kind of. Go through it and see who kind of has a feel for it. Um, as you go through the, go through fall camp, through spring ball, and we've been fortunate to have some backs that have a pretty good feel for it. Um, obviously, there is some coaching and teaching going go, that goes to it, just like everything. But that's uh, just another play. And how often do they? Get good at the wildcat and say they want to throw the ball. I know they. I know I, you know they do. If you ask them, all of them can throw. But trust me, I catch balls with them pre-practice, and they don't throw as well as me, and I throw really bad. So therefore, we won't. Hopefully, won't, we won't be doing it anytime soon.
0: How's it different this year than last year with Miles doing it? Um, that's
14: a good question. You know, I think you know Miles is just like a. Uh, Savvy, You just kind of knew he was going to figure it out. I think Rich is pretty savvy, too, with um, just, you know, the games that he's had was we're going into the fourth game, correct, going into four games and, you know, really just coming onto the scene, you know, against Eastern Washington, coming out of fall camp. Um, he has some good savvy to it. I think the difference is you – you know, we're, we didn't start Miles as a freshman doing this, and now Rich doing it as a freshman and being so smooth and having a good feel. It's exciting. I've got to guess that the DNA in a running
0: back's not one to give up the ball on the Wildcat. How hard is it for you to tell him, hey, that's open, you got to give it up?
14: No, I mean, you just kind of coach them up, man, and you read as you read. And, you know, one thing that if there's one coaching point that we have that kind of goes throughout our program as a whole, when it comes to football, is do your job. And if your job is to read the guy and hand it, or if your job is to read the guy and keep it, that's your job, and that's all you need to do. Don't worry about anything else. Did you ever get to
0: do the Wildcat back
14: in your day? No, <laughs> I did not. I did not.
0: Keith,
7: just quickly, like when three, when three different guys have eight carries, what's the feel like for you in terms of subbing and thinking, okay, Sean's fresh here, okay, Richard is the right guy in this situation? What's that feel kind
5: of like?
14: Uh, you just have a feel with how the uh, – What's the word I'm looking for. How the hold on. I know the word I'm trying to use. Yeah, the flow of the game. How the flow <laughs> of the game is going. Okay, so it just depends on the flow of the game, and obviously you got different situations that you want to get guys in, and you know, there's times when certain guys are like rolling. You know, you know, Rich, you know, had it some good stuff going in the red zone. Um, Sean was doing some great stuff in the open field and you know if guys are out there and they're successful with the carries and they're making things happen they're gonna get more plays Um, do I have a exact formula and you know obviously always trying to worry about guys being fresh and Savon being fresh and things like that it's just you know the the biggest thing is you want to make sure that guys are dialed on the whole package before you just start plugging and playing guys in so Bush said he's never been to BYU Have you been to BYU? I've been there twice. I went there as a player when I was at the University of Hawaii, and I know I've been there once at Boise State. What was it like? Loud. It'll be loud. I think it'll be loud. When I was there in Hawaii, it was a big storm, so that was crazy. It came through. Um, When we were at Boise, they were kind of rolling. They had some really good players. Kyle Vannoy, I think Fred Warner was there still. Uh, Taysom Hill was still there, so they had some really good players, and that thing was rolling. I think they got after us pretty good. Um, it's going to be an amped environment. They play good defense. They're a good team, um, and the crowd, the crowd is going to be into it. It's going to be pretty cool, and I, I'm glad these guys have been able to experience it. When they do things like doing the throwback jerseys
0: and you know throwback in the end zones and all white out, does that capture your guys' attention? Like maybe this means a lot to them.
14: Uh, I think so. I would hope so. I mean, I think at the end of the day. Um, It's not about focusing on what those guys are doing. We know what the skill level that they have and the things that they can do on offense and defense and special teams. But at the end of the day, it's about us going out there and executing our game plan on all three phases to be as successful as we can.
11: There's been a lot of talk about how the running backs complement each other on the field. What are their personalities like off? What are they like in the room?
14: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Good question. Um, Huh. Okay, so from top to bottom, um, Savon is, you know, he's a little serious, but he's like a music guy, so he's really into music, and, you know, he is kind of funny to be around because he has, he's like, he's sarcastic, but he doesn't like sarcasm. Um, Sean is like a, he is one of those people that has like a, smart mouth like he can he has a lot of stuff he'll say back to you like did you just say that to me that's kind of his style so he can throw a jab pretty quick you know and it does it to everybody which is not a big deal um rich is rich is like really really serious around football um like in the meeting room and at practice and all that but he's really silly um you know he's a he's a kid i mean he's a he's a big freshman um but he has a really good personality. Um, he wants to do wants to do well. Um, he's fun to be around. Kamari, oof, we can talk a while. He's just he's he it just every every day is something different and it's a surprise. But at the end of the day, the one thing I will say I'm fortunate with this group is uh you know, they all come to work every day. They never complain. They do a great job of helping each other out, even if they're not out there. And it's really a fun group to be able to coach. And I feel fortunate to have these guys. Oh, I forgot about Malik. Malik is like the uh, the senior citizen of the group because he's the only senior. So he's like the grandfather. And then, you know, Cam Davis and Camden Verstrato, the two freshmen that we have. In. And they just, you know, they are in some ways, uh, trying to figure out exactly how they landed here. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but they're doing good.